0: Welcome to the Me Middleton Show Shadow Work Series, which is a part of the C4 30 Day Challenge. C4 stands for Content Creators of Color Collective. For each day during the month of February, we will go over a shadow exercise topic to help us take a necessary look at the not so pleasant yet important side of ourselves that we have hidden in the shadows. No intro music because we're getting straight to it. This episode is brought to you by Poddex. Do you find it difficult to come up with content ideas for your podcast? Or perhaps you've gotten stuck doing an interview with a guest where you just have nothing to ask anymore. Try Poddex today. Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from episode ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, engaging discussions for your live streams, and even social media content ideas. With this tool, you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests. Just shuffle the cards and pick one at random. Hit the record button and get started. Now, you can make better content. Have more fun while you're at it and get your viral moment. All with Poddex. Head over to poddex.com and use code C4C. Day one of the 30-day challenge. Topic for the day: dear little me. Think about the child version of yourself, the little you. You are under the age of eight. Think about some of your most favorite things. Write these down. What shows did you watch? What's your favorite song, favorite toy, your best friend, favorite clothes or favorite hairstyle. Favorite shoes? What did you do alone? Or what did you do with others? What emotions did you feel? Were they mostly joyous or sadness? Did you have needs that were not fulfilled? Nurturing, encouragement, food, attention, protection, a parent or sibling, fun, activities. Structure, love, write a letter as your younger self expressing the unfulfilled needs and ask your adult self if you can provide them. After you do that, respond to your younger self as your current adult self. So when I was younger, I was the entertainer. I loved performing for my parents. I had a non-rehearsed show lined up often (laughs) that never had an ending to it. I remember having these curtains that were in front of the front door that led to our front porch. And I would open the front porch door, close the curtain, Invite my father when he come in from work to come and sit in his favorite recliner. And in his eyes, he was like, Lord, have mercy. What is Mimi finna do? And my mom, every now and then, would peek in to see what I was doing, although she was in the kitchen mostly preparing dinner or finishing up dinner. And I would put on a two-hour show. I didn't know how to finish my show. I didn't even rehearse. I didn't even know what I was doing. All I knew was that I wanted to sing and dance and perform for my dad. After a while, I think my show was long enough, the whole numbers that I had. I think after a while, my dad would get annoyed and like, okay, Mimi, that's enough. I got I to gotta, uh, rest for a minute. You worry me. And he would... Um, go eat dinner, and I think I wore him out enough for him to go to bed. Although that wasn't my goal, I think I helped him to rest. (laughs) I loved singing and loved playing on the family organ. And when we go visit my father's mother's house, she had the piano at her house, and I loved playing on that piano. Growing up, I also had an imaginary friend. Her name was Heron Perrin, I was terrible at making up names for my imaginary friends, so don't judge me, but her name was Heron Perrin, and this imaginary friend came about because I was an extremely sheltered child. I always stayed in the house by myself, and I, well, that lasted till I was about in middle school because I was... Desperate to find ways to get out of the house, so I joined different things, like I was in the chorus, and we always performed. And we're always staying after school for rehearsal, so that gave me reasons to stay away from the house more. So, I think I got on my family's nerve with my imaginary friend, because... I mean, no one else was giving me any attention. I didn't have friends to go outside and play with at the time. I had friends, my neighbor's uh, children. We played a lot. However, I was always in the house. So I guess I got on my family's nerves. And one day my brother decided to take my head and ram the back of my head against the wall, or the headboard, rather, several times. Because in his mind, his goal was to get the imaginary friend out. No one did anything. No adult did anything to stop that. So I lied and told him that she's gone. And not only was I sheltered, but I had to hide my friend who no one could see in the first place. So I had to shelter even an imaginary being. That just shows the depths of my shelteredness. All of that happened when I was about in the third grade. So I had to get rid of my imaginary friend. But I did stay entertained because I always watched TV. My favorite educational show was Reading Rainbow. I know just by me saying Reading Rainbow, a lot of you who were born around my era who watched Reading Rainbow already have the theme song going on in your head right now. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in our book, Reading Rainbow And I know a lot of y'all went on here and finished singing the rest of the song. I can go anywhere Friends to know and ways to grow Reading Rainbow yeah, and I know y'all going to keep on finishing the rest of the song. I can't be anything. Take a look, it's in a book. Rainy Rainbow, Rainy Rainbow, Rainy Rainbow. That was my joint. <laughs> yeah, I guess I had to finish it off, too. Blame it on y'all. My bad. But that was my Favorite educational show to watch. I watched many others like um, Electric Company, um, 321 Contact, and of course, We Grew Up on Sesame Street. That was one of my first educational shows ever to watch. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, although I did love the show. It was really a bypass show so I can get to some of my other favorite shows. It's that show that's in between the two good shows that I wanted to watch. I just hung on for the next 30 minutes to watch a show so I can get to the good shows. But those are my favorite educational shows. My favorite regular-like cartoons. I was a huge fan of Thundercats and Transformers, Voltron, and Jam. Jam is truly outrageous. Julie, Julie, Julie outrageous. Oh my good Lord, that was my jam. Jam was my jam, ha. And when I did have a chance to go outside and play, and play with the neighborhood children, we would play dodgeball, one, two, three, red light. Yes, we have to say one, two, three, red light. You just can't say red light by itself whatever other part of the world or country you're from, if you just said red light, we don't know what you're talking about. It's one, two, three red light. There's rules to this. And we play various hand games like Miss Mary, Matt, Tweedle-Lily, Gigolo, (laughs) so many other different hand games. So per the instructions, my younger self and my older self did write letters to each other. So I'm going to share my letter. Dear Miss Savina, why was I born? Ma said that her and daddy made me on purpose. If I was made on purpose, why didn't they care when I tried to tell them who touched me wrong? Why didn't they protect me? Why didn't they care when my grace was getting bad? Why didn't they want to keep me clean, keep my hair pretty, let me have friends, let me go outside more why did they keep me in the house all the time why couldn't i see grandma and granddaddy anymore why was i born i tried to die a bunch of times why didn't it work for me but worked for other kids i couldn't even kill myself right why was i born mimi Dear Mimi, you was born because you have a very important path that's not like anyone else in your family or who you went to school with. Your parents was overprotective of you because you was born during a time where there was someone kidnapping children and killing them in the Atlanta area. During this time, this was called the Atlanta Child Murders. So your parents, it scared your parents and a lot of other parents. And this fear lasted much longer than the actual incident or the actual event in Atlanta. So that's why they sheltered you. There were a lot of things your parents were not aware of, that your parents didn't have resources for, like to keep you clean, keep you pretty, keep your hair up. And these stresses of not being able to afford to take care of their children is stressful on adults. So it seemed like they was not giving you the attention that you needed. In actuality, it turned out that they didn't give you the attention, but not on purpose. They were stressed out, so they go into their spaces to try to deal with these situations. And at the time, you couldn't understand what was going on. So I ask that you forgive your parents for disregarding you, ignoring you, and let that become a habit of disregarding you and ignoring you. I know it would not make sense to you as a child, but you have a very important job to do when you grow up. These bad experiences are preparing you to be a special type of healer. Everyone goes through tough and questionable times, yet it seems like healers go through the worst. You go through the worst so that you know the various types of ailments and pains. How would you be able to heal certain pains that a doctor cannot fix if you don't know what these pains feels like there are angels known as ancestors who are protecting you from the things that will not help you get to where you need to be those things like suicide had you been successful at killing yourself you wouldn't have been you would have been in a worse place than where you are as a child and as an adult. That's why you couldn't kill yourself. Your ancestors stopped those suicides so that you can live and do your important job. Even though your own parents didn't know this, but you are a very important person in the world. I love you so much, Mimi. You are beautiful, talented, funny, entertaining, smart, and kind. Let no one change those things about you. Remember, I love you. Signed, Evina. So, that was the first day of shadow working. Are you able to do this type of assignment for yourself? Be able to remember who you were as a child. Be able to find the things that were not fulfilled in your childhood. Go through those emotions. Put yourself in that mind state of where you were as a child and write a letter to yourself and then come back to yourself as as the adult you are today and respond to your childhood self. Are you able to do that? Are you sure you were able to do that? All right, let go. Wasn't that fun? Did you learn anything? Did this episode stir up any questions, comments, or concerns? send them over to me, Middleton at gmail.com or leave a message on our website at www.helpbyivina.com and I'll be more than happy to respond. Check out our bonus content by becoming a patron. There are four different patron tiers to choose from. This is to help upgrade our equipment. So don't miss out on exclusive episodes and wonderful rewards for your patronage. If you're on Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Amazon, or any other favorite podcasting platform, make sure you like The Me Middleton Show and leave a comment. Tell us how much you love the show, what you don't like about it, how we can improve, and how we can be challenged. If you're listening to The Me Middleton Show on YouTube, make sure you comment, like click on the subscribe button and the notification bell to be the first to get the newest episode and remember proper prior planning perfectly promotes persistent productivity and proud pristine performances now get out there and perform until next time